I was like, I can't do all of this. And I just remember thinking, Krista, just pick two, right? Just pick two that you think you can do and you can do consistently. The two that I chose, I was like, you're going to get up and you're going to move your body every single day. The second habit that I chose was I said, instead of, you know, I didn't even know what clean eating was at the time. Like, are you kidding me? Like there's, this is before MySpace, y'all. So like, go back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like we didn't have anything. Like, Basically before the internet. <laughs> yeah, before, like the, you could Google anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So I sat there and I was like, I don't even know what like the right diet would be or the right program. I just know I should not be eating three plates of food every single time I'm sitting down to eat. So those are the two habits that I worked on continuously, right? Move my body every day and, um, and eat less through that journey, obviously thousands now I'm the queen of habit change. Anything I don't like about my life. I'm like, Oh, I can change that. But those were the two that I started with. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Carissa. I'm so pumped to chat with you today. I would love if you could introduce yourself to our audience because I personally feel the best introductions come from the person themselves. So go for it, girl. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited for this, this interview and this podcast. So thank you so much. Um, yeah. So my name is Carissa Atkins and I am a weight loss expert and the queen of habit change. I have a coaching company. We are a global coaching company helping purpose-driven women boss up, get strong and healthy and, you know, and stay fit forever. Um, I work with them consciously, subconsciously, and strategically. I think that that is kind of one of those things that sets me apart. Um, besides following my passion as a coach, I am an award-winning international speaker. I'm, you know, the voice behind Boss Up Babes podcast show, the TV personality on Living Real TV show. But you, at the end of the day, Jennifer, I'm just like everyone else, right? I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. And and I have two, you know, best-selling international books, but I'm just, I'm on a mission to help women boss up and get fit. And that is what I'm really, really passionate about. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Can you please let everybody know the names of your books? And we'll also include it in the show notes below. Just so if anybody wants to get them, they can right away. Yeah. So my very first, they're both two collaborative books. Um, the very first book was in 2019. It's called Women Who Boss Up. So I'm definitely part of the Women Who Boss Up movement. Um, I am book in book number one. So excited. Um, so that's Women Who Boss Up. You can buy, you know, that the, the book on Amazon. You can go to my website. You can get signed copies, et cetera, that way. 
The second book is called Expert Profiles. I was interviewed with um, 10 other amazing entrepreneurs in all kinds of, you know, all different realms of expertise. And that too, you can um, buy on my website or on Amazon, but they're both international best-selling author books. Amazing. And I'll have those links for anybody that wants to go check them out. How did you, let's go back in your journey a little bit. How did you find fitness and how did it become such a strong part of your life? (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. I love, I love this story because it saved my life, right? Fitness and um, the gym and, you know, just hitting rock bottom saved my life. So 12 years ago in 2011, hard to believe that already, but um, yeah, 12 years ago, I had a rock bottom moment, like the kind Mm. that either takes your life or changes it forever. I was stationed in Germany with my family. My husband's active duty. We were over there. Of course he was deployed because anytime something major happens in a military family, your man is deployed. Um, (laughs) The most they're like, Oh, just kidding. You're going to do it all by yourself. But uh, so he was deployed. I was exhausted and I was running late to a doctor's appointment. So I, I was running late to this appointment. My, I have two kids. My son was in school. My daughter, she was two years old at the time. She comes, you know, they go with us everywhere at that age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know but, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally they're attached at our hips and, you know, I was sitting there in the doctor's office and she got real serious with me and she gave me some honest truth, like the kind of truth that slaps you across the face and you're like, not ready for it. Um, she said, Carissa, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you're five foot tall, you're 213 pounds and you are considered obese. And I was like, obese. Like, did you just call me the O word? I was like, I'm not obese. Like, and I immediately went into defense mode. I was like sucking those tears back so that I didn't show emotion because at the time, like I just, that was a weak, something weak women did. So I shoved those emotions down and she's, and then she, like, she could see that. Right. And I'm Puerto Rican. So at first I got angry and I was like, how dare you like, tell me that I'm, who are you to tell me? And she said, Carissa, if you don't change your lifestyle habits today, you might not be around for that little girl playing there. And that was like the punch straight to the gut. Mm -hmm. Like that was the, oh crap moment that I was like, how dare you? Right. And I was mad and I was upset and I literally scooped up my daughter like a football and I like grabbed my diaper bag, slung it over my hat, you know, my, my shoulder. And I stormed out of there. I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to feel any more hurt. I didn't want to feel that anymore. And so Mm. like anything, you know, I drove home. I had one of those entire yelling match conversations with me, myself (laughs) and I, (laughs) and uh, yeah, I got home. I smoked a pack of cigarettes that night, drank two bottles of wine. And I remember crying myself to sleep. And right before I fell asleep, I was praying to God. And I said, you know, God, please take this pain away. Like just, I cannot, I don't want to feel like this tomorrow. And it wasn't until the next day though that the reality really hit and really set in. And I was sitting on the couch and, you know, a picture of my mom had been sitting on the end table for at least a year and a half at this house. And I I looked over at this picture, a cup of coffee in hand, feeling pretty miserable, feeling pretty like defeated and feeling sad. And I was already depressed and on depression medication, you know, because I was just not happy with my life. Mm -hmm, and my body. I had zero confidence. I had zero self-love hated the reflection in the mirror. 
everything that there is to do with health and fitness, like was not me. You would have never, ever thought or saw me in a gym, but yeah, there I was sitting, feeling pretty sorry for myself. And I looked over at a picture of my mom, Jennifer, and I, for the first time in my entire life, I didn't see the hustler. I didn't see the mom who raised four kids, the entrepreneur. I didn't see this strong mom that I put on such a high pillar. And instead I saw 320 pounds. I saw cancer. I saw diabetes. Mm. I saw zero energy and stress galore. And I saw myself in her, like I really mm. didn't see the future version of me and sitting on that couch. The worst thing that I started to imagine was I was like, wow, the doctor's right. My 15 year old daughter would be burying me. And wow. I just can't imagine that. And that was the ultimate rock bottom where I was like, okay, I sucked all those tears back. You know, I made it, you know, and I can tell you some, some things that I did, you know, to really, to get everything going. But yeah, at the end of the day, I was like, Marissa, you want to feel sexy and you want to feel confident and you want mm -hmm. to find health. And, and, you know, you weren't always like this. So what do you need to do? And I just, I said, enough was enough. And I was like, you're going to get up and you're going to stop making excuses. And you're going to take ownership of your life because no one else is going to do it for you. And yeah. that was the day that truly changed my life forever. Wow. What a story. <laughs> and I'm, I'm such a believer. This is why I created this podcast actually is that your biggest struggles turn into your biggest strength and you're walking proof of that. You know, now you're helping women do the same thing. Now, how did you start? Like you were sitting there, you were overweight you obviously didn't really step foot into a gym, you know, that, that just wasn't your lifestyle. How did you just start? Like, what was the first step that you made? <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, I got, I got a piece of paper and a pen and I just started writing down all the shoulds, right? We, we should all over ourselves every yep. single day, all the day, all, all day long. <laughs> I should, yeah, I should get more sleep. I should, you know, take care of myself. I should eat less. I should eat clean. I should work out. And I came up with probably a list of 25 and I was like, Whoa. I was like, I can't do all of this. And I just remember thinking, Chris had just picked two, right? Just pick two that you think you can do and you can do consistently. And so, um, I, I, the two that I chose, I was like, you're going to get up and you're going to move your body every single day. Mm -hmm. The second habit that I chose was, um, at the time I was a binge eater and I ate every emotion possible. Um, and so I said, instead of, you know, I didn't even know what clean eating was at the time. Like, are you kidding me? Like there's, this is before MySpace, y'all. So like, go back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like we didn't have anything like, basically before the internet, <laughs> yeah, before, like the, you could Google anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I sat there and I was like, I don't even know what like a, the right diet would be or the right program. I just know I should not be eating three plates of food every single time I'm sitting down to eat. So those are the two habits that I worked on continuously, right? Move my body every day and, um, and eat less and mm -hmm. through that journey, obviously thousands now I'm the queen of habit change. Anything I don't like about my life. I'm like, Oh, I can change that. But those were the two that I started with and wow. it was all cardio at that time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to get into the cardio yeah. and the weights a little bit later, but I love how you said you wrote it down. And I think that's like a common just such a simple thing that people don't do enough of. Now, do you get your clients to do that too? Like, do you always write your things down and manifest? Yes. And make lists. Okay. Yes. And is it just a simple piece of paper and pen? Do you have a journal? How do you do this? 
Give us some tips here. Office junkie. Okay. Little disclaimer. I am a notebook junkie. Like I don't want to do stuff online because I lose it and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so personally, to go back to the original question, do I get my clients to write stuff down? Absolutely. I'm a big believer in pen to paper, make it a little bit, there's more umph in there. It's like more meaty this way versus like, you know, putting a note here and a note there. Um, but I also, you know, encourage them, we anchor in their mofas and their ideas and their goals. And I get them to write them down, whether it's on the bathroom mirror or, you know, post-its that mm. said, you're freaking amazing. Don't ever let anyone, you know, do, you know, it's like make you like lower your light. Um, so I'm a huge believer in that. So personally, to the right of me in my office, I have a giant wall. It's full of whiteboard. And that's how I keep my stuff together and organized business wise. Um, beside that is, you know, my vision board that has things that I've written down and collected. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm an old fashioned girl and I have pen, like notebooks galore, right? And my notebooks all have motivational stuff in it. Like my mm. fitness journals, everything is written down from my fitness journal to my food journal to, um, you know, like my ahas, my celebrations and wins. So like what I call my brags every day that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that just keeps me in like a gratitude, you know, an attitude of gratitude and keeps me focused. I don't want slack and I don't want all the apps like that are all over the place. And I've tried them. Trust me. I'm like, Oh, I always come back to the good old pen and my favorite, you know, pens. Like I go to a conference, it's not with, my notes and my phone. It's like, I'm taking my pink pen, my purple pen, my, <laughs> pen, my favorite notebook. Like, I just, I set myself up for success with writing everything down hundred <laughs> percent. And it's so easy to do, like not easy to do. I mean, you have to get in that mindset, but it, you, everybody has a pen and everybody has a piece of paper. It's just getting into that habit. Like you were saying, you know, and it also helps you just get like a brain dump, get everything out on the paper and then you can cross it off. Just like how you started your journey. You wrote everything down, what you think you needed to do, but really you only needed to do those top two things just to get started. You don't have to overcomplicate things. And I'm sure this is what you do with your clients when they start with you, uh, is yeah, well, you can, you can talk more on that. Like, how do you start with somebody? Yeah. Like, do you start with habits first or do you just give, or do you create a program right away, right away? And they're off to the races. How do you, how will you typically approach a client starting with you? Yeah. So everything is based on habits. Um, and as a coach, I really crafted my system. It's not just like showing up for a coaching call. It's not me showing up to the gym anymore with them. Like, it's not about that. It's about, for me, it's about sustainability, which all comes mm -hmm. in daily habits and your routines. So I personally, we tackle one, one habit at a time. And I first tackle Although the clients want their meal plans and they want their workout plans. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because that's what sets me apart is we are going to work on your mindset first. We are diving in and creating motivation that's going to last. And because it's not always going to, you're not always going to show up feeling excited. So we first dive into the mindset side. We get to read the, we, I understand why they aren't showing up for themselves because we show up when we're excited, but how, like, how have I been able to keep a hundred pounds of fat off my body? That's what every woman wants. Um, and so we start off with building healthy habits around our thoughts, our thinking patterns, you know, like our, our limiting beliefs. 
So we really work on the mindset first. And then I go into nutrition because I believe that <laughs> that nutrition is about 60% of my clients' success rates is by understanding who they are being, their relationship to food. So mm. we tackle food first. Um, and you know, that's how I relate to them. Then comes fitness, then comes stress, then comes self-care. Obviously I have a whole system. I walk them through all the way down to gut health because, you know, motivation and mindset and productivity and all those great things. It has a lot to do with our health, our gut health and our digestion and how we're, we're showing up every day as well. So I walk them through a full nine, a nine project, like a nine a proven system, nine modules, but it's all habits, right? It's mm -hmm. what's that, what you, you showing up every day in the mirror saying you're ugly, you're not worth it. You're fat. You're never going to find love. You're broke. These are all habits that you've been conditioned to just think for so yes. long. Got to change that first. I love that. And most people that want to join a program, they have that motivation, mm -hmm. right? Initially. And that's mm -hmm. why they reached out to you. And I love that you're, you're focusing more on mindset first, because you're showing them not to rely on that motivation. Cause it's gonna, it's gonna be up and down their, their entire journey. Right. But if they can fix yeah. it with habits, that's going to get them through. Yeah. I mean, I don't love getting up at 345 every day, but I'm conditioned. You know what I mean? Like I have discipline now through my habits. My success is built on the habits. And I, and I didn't, I don't even let my ladies go to the next module until they have really, you know, like they feel good with the, with the habit of mindset and then the habit of nutrition. Um, and so I'm like, nope. Okay. Now you get access to the exercise. Now yeah. I'm going to start writing you workouts. Like if you want to go to the gym, I'm not stopping you. But yeah. I'm working on one thing at a time because mm. that's what I need. Uh, less is more. <laughs> Love it. I use less is more all the time, girl. <laughs> um, what are your, like, what are the most common mistakes that you see women make when they decide they want to be fit, when they decide they want to start a program? Two really come to mind. First is they're all wishy-washy about their goals. Mm -hmm. um, it's the very first thing that I ask on my get fit clarity calls is like, what do you want? What do you want your health to look like? And they're, you know, they get like, well, I kind of, and they start to go into the struggles and what they've tried in the past and all the time. I'm like, no, 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 girl. I asked you what you want. And so many women have a hard time just, you know, saying I want X and, and then they get all wishy-washy. So we first start off with a solid goal, right? And we're not going to set too many goals because we're going to want to do that. We're not adjusting our goals. Once we set them, um, you can then add to them once you've accomplished them is how I take that. But yeah, so set a solid gain, like a solid vision, right? For what you want, right? If you want 50 pounds, great, go after that. If you want strength and you want muscles and you want definition, that's what we're going after but get really specific with what you want and what you want to achieve. Um, the second thing that I notice women don't do and what they need is a freaking plan, like a game plan, right? Like football mm -hmm. players don't just go out on the field without a game plan. So we take what they want and then I like reverse engineer it. I'm like, okay, so this is what we want. These are the things that you're going to do every month, every week, every day. And then, then we're going to set up your calendar so that it sets you up for success. Like every hour, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the reason why you're not getting to the gym because Hey, at five o'clock, yeah, you're a mom now and you're cooking dinner and you've got homework. Like it's got to be reversed some, sometimes. Yeah. So we set them up for success, um, but they don't have a game plan. They're like, okay, I'm excited. It's January 1st and I'm going to lose weight. I'm like, awesome. How are you going to do it? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. Right. So if you're doing this without a coach, 
set yourself up a game plan. Like I said, every, I was just working on two habits every single week until I felt confident enough to add to it. Um, but yeah, as, as a coach, like I'm creating the game plan for them. So I take all the, the hard stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, um, coaching is such an important thing. I feel like even coaches need coaches. Do you, you, yeah. yeah, like you, you almost like, especially as a, like a mom, let's talk about a mom like who's working, who has kids, who has everything on her plate. And then she's forced to think about like what she's got to do in order to lose a specific amount of weight, you know, like, like let's, let's take that all out for them and have them just follow. And obviously you're teaching them along the way. So you're not, you're not just saying follow it and, and, you know, go you're, you're teaching them along the way the entire time. So they can eventually do this on their own. Right. But you're just taking out all of the, all of the craziness that we're hearing every single day with, with diet and exercise and confusion. Right. And you're just setting up that path for success. Yeah. And they just follow it. Right. Right. (laughs) Simply said, but it's easier said than done. Yeah. Consistency. (laughs) Now you mentioned this before about cardio and, um, weight training. I, I think we can both agree that cardio has many benefits, but in the context of weight loss and changing your body composition, it comes after nutrition. It comes after resistance training and also prioritizing rest, rehab, and recovery. Do you agree on that? hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> <Down>. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out like it's so easily stored and for all my fellow strong women out there there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial and the entire system only weighs 10 pounds I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys a hundred dollars off your purchase so I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. How do you approach this? Because you know, you probably have a lot of women coming to you. I do. And, and when, I, when they see their programs, they're like, well, there's not a lot of cardio on here. Yeah. How do you... What, what do you teach them in regards to what's more important yeah. and why? I teach balance at the end of the day. It's always going to be a balance effect. So every woman is different. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are listening and you're like, yeah, but you know, she, my friend does four days of strength and I do, you know, okay. So scratch, quit comparing yourself and, and your body to everybody else. That's just going to kill your productivity for sure. Um, but I really take their goals and I take, you know, for, for most of them, I take, um, their medication. Like I take everything mm-hmm. into consideration, right. Passive mm-hmm. disease, things like that. And I create like a balanced approach. So I give them a little bit of balance and flexibility type stuff. I give them a lot of strength training because I believe that 
strength not only builds our muscles, which, you know, eats fat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but (laughs) being in the strength room, like just training, even in your living room, strength training, the minute you're done, like working your muscles, you mentally feel unstoppable. Like you're like, Oh my stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Emotionally stronger. Like everything. I mean, I walked up to the bar. I was like, I don't think I can do that. And then my husband will be like, yes, you can push it. And then I do it. I'm like, I'm amazing. (laughs) It doesn't even matter what happens between the reps. You know, for me, it's like, it's got, it just, it's how I feel. And that's what strength training does for me. That's why I do it seven days a week that I like, Mm -hmm. I love it that much, but as a client, I know they're, they're, they're conditioned to believe they need cardio. Right. And that's what magazines tell them. That's what the $50 million industry tells them cardio, cardio, cardio. And you know, that's where I started. Cause again, that's where I thought I needed to go. And I'm telling you, I was miserable. I don't know about anyone, but 45 minutes on a stair climber, when you have not moved ever is like torture. 10 minutes on an elliptical is torture. Even now, I hate yeah, it. <laughs> You're like, that's more mental toughness than anything. Yeah. But, I, but we do, we do need cardio. There's so many benefits to mm-hmm. that, getting that oxygen moving. But I do, I'm, I'm like a little bit of cardio, sure. A little bit of strength, yes. But right now I'm creating the habit of you getting up every single day, making your body movement a priority. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care what you're doing. Show mm-hmm. up and you say you're going to do it whether you're stretching or doing yoga or whatever your body is telling you to do, just show up like consistency. That's again, what, you know, that's the plan that, okay, well now what I just did 50 burpees. Okay. Well, tomorrow you're not gonna be able to walk because you've never done it. (laughs) So like now what we're back to square one. So I start them small and then I build them 10 weeks later. Like they are like, girl, I want more strength and I want more of this. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So I help women like, you know, your podcast, find their strong. And I freaking love it. (laughs) That's awesome. awesome. And, and also when you are weight training properly, your heart rate is going up. You know, I usually always have some sort of metabolic or hit or Tabata at the end of the workout anyways. So you are getting that cardio. Um, and then usually like a, a recommended walk outside every day. But I feel like just as you were saying, society just trains you to believe that cardio is the answer, you know? So when somebody goes to approach weight loss, it's, and it's also sort of, you don't really have to think about it, right? You can just go on to a cardio machine and go, 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 even though it's really boring, but if you don't know anything about body composition and how to lose weight properly, um, and that's all you're doing, it's, it's not really going to work in the end. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got, I did. Yes. I'm not going to say it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, I was miserable. And I think that that if I had to keep up on that pace with four to five days a week of cardio, I would have burnt out of cardio yes. yeah, and I would have stopped. Right. So it was important for me. Yes. I hopped it on because I had no idea what to do yeah. in a gym. Right. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have, I had 800 bucks to you know feed my family in Germany. Yeah. I was like a trainer is not even an option. So yes, I got on, but you know, I, yes. And I melted fat for sure but it was a slower pace and I was getting skinny fat, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. You know, like I, I, think like, it feels, yeah. I think it's important though. I, I love how you point that out because on a petite person, you said you're five feet, right. Five and feet. you had a lot of weight, right. <laughs> yeah. So somebody that has a lot of body fat, I think cardio is actually a really good starting point, you know, sure. just to get sure. moving and, yeah. and to, and to get some progress and to see some progress. Right. And then as soon, and, and also to work on your heart, you know, and, oh, and gosh. then, 
I smoked two packs of cigarettes a day too. So like <laughs> 10 minutes was killer. I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah. but I did it and I was proud because I showed up for myself every single exactly. day. And the cardio then went to, okay, there's got to be a funner way to get cardio in. And then I found like group classes and boot camps, which mm. I'm, like, I'm not alone in this world. And like, it's evolved since then. Trust me. I didn't just hop off a cardio machine and say, you know what? I'm just going to get strong and fit in the weight room. I didn't have the confidence for that. Are you kidding me? I barely wanted to show up with the hoodie over my head <laughs> I never had to go on the elliptical machine. Are you crazy? Like I did not start with strength, but now looking back, I probably would have sped up all my results faster had I, you know, got comfortable and lifted a little bit of weight. Yeah. So how did you get into the weightlifting then? Like, what was that? How was that transition? So I went a lot from like cardio to group. And then in the huh. group, they were using bands. So resistant Ooh. bands. Okay. And I'm never, ever going to knock them because they will kick your booty. If you, if you're not used to it again, anytime you're using those muscles, you're going to feel a difference. So I started using bands quite a bit. And at this time in my life, in my journey, I was volunteering at like a local club um, because I was going to their classes anyways. Women were starting to see like my body change drastically. Um, you know, I was also working on my nutrition and my, my stress levels because I knew those had like equal correlation. And so I started meeting these women on the side and we were just talking about, I'm like, have you ever like tried strength training? And like, and long story short, I was like, okay, I'm going to stop coming to the classes now at like six days a week. And I'm going to just do these three days a week. And then I'm going to start to take everything I learned from bands and I'm just going to add, do weights instead. Mm. And so then over, you know, probably a two year span, I was like, I love weights. Cause I was starting to feel that effect. And I wanted to take my own journey to the next level. So that's when I went out and got certified. Like I wasn't even a coach at this time. I wasn't even wow. getting paid as a coach. I was like, I just want to know how I can change my body, um, with, by using more strength. And so I went out and got certified as a trainer, a personal trainer. And then of course I love hit classes. So I, I, <laughs> I was like, just in case I want to teach a hit class here and there, I'll go get hit certified group certified. Oh, that's, awesome. so that's where it started, but it was just my own curiosity of like, okay, if bands can do this and make yep. like, you know, when you first start to see it, like a definition on anything, you're like oh, the bands, the bands are golden. And then I got comfortable with the bands and then I was like, okay, how can I, you know, boss up and yep. uh, go to the next level? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to dive into this crazy arena called weights and dumbbells and barbells. So like, who knows, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that you're a hit coach. Can you give us some like benefits of hit versus steady state cardio? Uh, yeah. Well, and I will tell you, like, I don't even coach like group, like I've rarely do I do any groups, but I just love it how it makes me feel right. Less time. So biggest benefit. Yes. For me, I don't have 45 minutes or 30 minutes. Any, like I can get the same impact in a 20 minute hit class. Like, okay, sign me up. I'm a busy mom and a wife. Um, so that to me is the biggest benefit of hit. It's very high, you know, intensity interval training. So our heart rate goes really high for 30, 45 seconds, whatever your teacher is giving you, but then you stop completely and rest. And it goes away really fast, like a 10, yep. 15, 20 minute hit. You're like, oh my gosh, uh, it's really, really fast. Um, but yeah, you're like, hi, 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 give it all you got, give it all you got and then rest. And so something even mentally helps me like get through a workout where I'm like, oh, but I never have to do this again. And like, I get to rest for 15 or 30 seconds. So that to me is a benefit, but that's keeping my heart. Like it's, it's, it's not constant high, you know, I don't, I don't even, I don't yeah. Know. 
point, but like, it's, and if you're doing it properly going up and down, and then I'm burning more calories a lot longer because my body has to yes. like get back to normal again. If we'll yeah, you're it. burning a lot more calories in that day than yeah. you would normally uh, without, without performing hit. And if you're doing hit properly, you only need to do it a couple times a week Yeah, because it's too much on the body. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I love hit too, just because of the time and being a mom and you know, you just do 12 minutes and you're good. <laughs> Um, I wanted to sort of switch gears a little bit because you are a coach and you are, you know, you have, you're a speaker, you're a coach. How did you transition into, you know, becoming a trainer to owning your own business? Was there any limiting beliefs in becoming an entrepreneur? Before my corporate job, yeah. right, I was an entrepreneur. So I kind of went into the same realm as what my parents did growing up. So I came back from Germany thinking that I was going to go back to work for mom, didn't need to do anything. I mean, I've always worked for my mom, small, you know, small business, the back, little girl in the back of, in their shop. Like I've just known nothing else besides working for yourself. And when she came, when I moved back, the week that I got back from Germany, I ended up burying her and she passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, like, I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do now? Like, who am I? I was, this was the plan, you know, like stick to the plan, Carissa, you're going to come back and work for mom again. And life was going to be great. And life wasn't. And I was like, this sucks. Like, what am I supposed to do? This is all I know how to do. So that was a limiting belief first off that like, this was all I knew how to do. Um, but that really wasn't true. So I remember I was going through her books and I found an old business ledger. This is like before QuickBooks, like y'all, this is old stuff. Like my mom was seriously old school too. So green paper, everything written down, you know, finance wise. And I was like, okay, mom, I hear you. This is my sign. I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm supposed to still open up a, a shop. So I opened up in my tuxedo and suit shop. Okay. I took everything that I loved about the wedding industry. And I was like, okay, screw the brides. Cause I didn't like them at the time. They were, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 guys are easy. <laughs> and so I, I just went into the tuxedo suits and flowers. Cause that's what I really love to do. But that led me to my corporate job. And again, that same limiting belief of, I don't know everything about this. Um, because this gal walks into my shop, she's telling me all these amazing things that she's going to be looking for and like this future person that she needs to hire. And I'm like, girl, I don't know anyone like that. And she's like, Carissa, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm like, you're in my, like, I own this stuff. Like, I'm not going to leave. I just, like, I just now started making a profit. I have employees. Like, are you kidding me? And she's like, just think about it. And, but then I was like, okay, but I don't have any marketing background. I don't have, I don't know anything about collision. I don't know anything about anything. I just know about tech. She's like, you have like savviness, you have grit, you have like anyone who could start a business with like nothing. She's like, that's what we want in this position. I'm like, okay, well, let me think about it. My husband was deployed, like I said, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of excited about this opportunity. And I, and I thought long-term, right? What would this corporate job allow me to learn? So that eventually mm. I could go back and work for myself. Mm. And so I jumped ship <laughs> in 2013. I sold my tuxedo shop. I kind of did some research, sold it for profit, turned it, went to work for uh, a body shop as their marketing uh, director at the time. And so like anything, that's like obviously how I even got to coaching is I found, you know, that I loved helping people and I loved, you know, with my side hustle at the time and all this great stuff, but it led me to what I'm, you know, doing today. And, um, 
and, and I guess the limiting beliefs used to be, I'm not enough. I don't know enough. I, I'm not trained enough, right? Where now as a coach, I'm so self-aware because I've hired coaches to help me reach certain levels of success. I've not gotten on this journey definitely by myself. Like I've, I've had mentors and I've invested in myself and my business. And I've learned to catch these limiting beliefs before they even get, get the best version of me, right? Mm-hmm. These excuses, these stories that are not mine. So now I get my pen and paper. I'm like, why do I think I can't do this? And I just start writing and I unfold it. And it's like an onion and I peel back all the layers. I'm like, nope, I actually can do this. Like all those fears that I thought was there. Uh, they don't exist anymore when you break it down. So yeah, to, to just kind of go back to that is, you know, um, I, I'm a big believer in investing in, in myself and that's, yeah. you know, that's how I've, I've grown such a successful global coaching company. That's amazing. And it's also like, not sometimes when you're just so in your head and you think about, cause we're all thinking about ourselves. We're a little bit, you know, talking to ourselves, like we can't do the certain things, but if you just think past that on not necessarily, you know, what you can't do, but if you can actually help somebody, like that's what I, I say in my house. Can I, can I actually help somebody? And if the answer is yes, it's like, you just got to take yourself out of that equation and focus on that one person that you could help and change their life. Yeah. It ain't about about me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What is the one piece of advice that you can give somebody who might be wanting to start something, maybe wanting to become a coach, but they are in their heads and they haven't, they don't know how to start. Yeah. Oh, well, the advice I would go to is in 2019, when I left corporate, I didn't have a plan, right? I was like, I'm kind of coaching now women. Cause I went out and got all my holistic health coaching certifications. Cause I thought I needed all that to like be good and do enough and be enough. Uh, turns out I didn't need it. Did it help me? Absolutely. I met a lot of amazing people too. So I would never take all that money that I've spent back on certifications back by any means. Um, but yeah, in 2019, right? Filed for divorce, left my corporate cushy job, and I got diagnosed with, you know, Hashimoto's. So I look back to answer that question is like, I've never not been able to swim to the top. So why would I ever hold myself back now? So if you are in this place where you're like, I really want to do something else, or maybe it is become a coach or, you know, anything like give yourself permission to just jump. Like, Mm -hmm. trust me, you will be okay. Like I have faith and I, you know, like I, and I do, I look back at everything that I've ever gone through, right? All my childhood trauma, the abuse, every nick and cranny that I've went through. And I'm like, this actually is a, it's an easy decision compared to things that I've had to do before. I've created like mental toughness, right? This, this grit and this resiliency that even if I fail Carissa at this business, or even five years from now, I may not want to be a coach, but I would say, okay, I trust that God has put me on a different path now. And I can't, like, I can't beat myself up about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess my best advice would be to follow your heart, um, which means don't be listening to the opinions of other people, like mm-hmm. do it, do, do what, you know, your heart says, and then just jump and do it and try it. And either way, you're going to learn some fantastic lessons along the way. Great advice. Great okay. advice. I always ask this at the end, what does the word strong mean to you, Carissa? Yeah. Uh, means just res- resilience. 
Um, I think strong and I literally think like I can get through anything, whether it's physical strength or mental strength. Um, strong is a really powerful word. Mm-hmm. And I, when I think strong, I think resilience. And then when I think resilience, I'm like, that's actually my superpower. So I'm really strong, even without all my muscles. I'm really strong. <laughs> I can get through anything with the mindset of I am strong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Carissa, for coming on today. It was such a great chat from coach to coach. And I I love hearing how people turn their struggles into strength and how they're using their struggle as their strength to even help more people. Um, Where can people connect with you, find you? I'll also include some of your links in the show notes, but let them know here. And yeah, yeah. well, they can find all about me, whether it's Mm -hmm. stuff, podcast stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, you can always go to 365dailyhustle.com. So that's my normal website, right? I'm also founders of lots of different programs, Reclaim Your Best Life, Boss Up and Get Fit, um, so I'll send you all of those links, but I've really, I'm excited. I have, I have a new brand new membership, um, and it's a Facebook membership and you know, it's, it's just, it's for women who are busy, busy mamas, busy entrepreneurs that, that just want to get healthy mentally, physically, nutritionally, um, spiritually. So I'm really proud of that baby because I get not everyone can come in and work with coaching and like VIP programs. That's not, that's you know, never where I would have started either. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I can invest that kind of money in, into this, but I wanted to be able to provide a platform that all women can find, you know, find a sense of community and find a sense of strength and find themselves in it. So I'm really, really proud of the boss up and get fit membership that I've built. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you so much. We'll include those links at the bottom of the podcast, but I really appreciate you taking the time and chatting with me today. And I look forward to continuing to follow your journey. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our strong fitness magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my strong girl three discount code to save guys. I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.